How would you like some peanut butter with that jelly sandwich? Mother Hey, oh, it's the Chris Card Show. Hey, oh, it's... This show is brought to you by... Welcome back to another fun episode of Chris Court Show. This is two weeks in a row. Probably our longest streak. Yeah. I no, would say. No. I don't know what to do with myself. Yeah. Honestly, it feels odd. Yeah, you, you're looking better today. Well, thank you. The I, allergies I, are... I, I still feel like crap. I mowed the lawn today, and it had all that cottonwood in it, mm-hmm. and that bag just didn't catch anything, so it all just blew it in my face the entire time, so I just feel like crap. You, just, you sound just, better. You just had though. white stuff flying at your face. All day. Yeah. All day. How you doing? And this is different because th- this was dry. Ah. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. So that, that really aggravates the allergies when it's dry. Yeah. If it was wet, it'd probably, I should probably water the lawn before I mow it, right? That would be the better way. To mow it and then yeah. water the yeah, lawn. Yeah, water those cottonwood tree seeds so that yeah. way they start growing in your lawn. <laughs> yeah. But you know, we're, this is, we're all here. Um, I can't you know, make it. We uh, we have a band tonight, like always. So uh, stay, and we have uh, some talking points. Mike, Mike Legos. Mike uh, instructed us to do. And yeah, I have mine. Okay, good. I have my pick. Do you have, do you have my pick? I do actually. Yeah. Mike wanted us to think of a band. We won't do this now, but he wanted us to think of an album that we've been listening to repeatedly, right? Lately. Yeah, just something that caught your attention. Okay. Caught our attention, and yeah. we've just been listening to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there it is. There is the burp of the century. I had to bring it out for Mike. My Poison Ivy is getting better. Good. You want to see it? I mean, not really, but sure. Oh, it looks worse. Oh. Yep. <laughs> it looks worse? Seriously? It looks worse, but is it not as itchy? It's not. Definitely not as itchy. Oh, I put a, I've been putting a steroid... On it, and I've been taking steroids, which I got to take tonight. Well, I heard the, your the testicles doing. best way to get used to it is just Come. constant. Coming. You know, do it again, and then you get used to it better. Oh, so you're saying just mm. run back there right now and roll around in the poison. I yeah. can do that. You know what I did then the, the next day, or not the next day, when I found out that I had uh, um, uh, um, poison ivy, um, mm, herpes, food poisoning. Okay. Um, poison ivy. I went back there and I I bought you know the stuff behind you there that Roundup po- specifically for Poison Ivy. So just Roundup labeled differently. Yeah, Go ahead. pretty much. <laughs> and um, and two dollars more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no, they were the same prices actually. Oh, good. But I wanted to get that one because it said, you know. So then I sprayed the shit out of them and they all died, handsomely. Now even though they're dead, the oil's still there. So you gotta- they, their oils are still there. Yeah. Yeah. So then you had to let it on fire. But then you we uh, inhale it. Well, you don't stay there. You just light it on fire and leave. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, look, all the animals would smell it. I wonder if they get food poisoning. I mean, why do I keep on saying food poisoning? I, I don't know. Are you eating the poison ivy? I don't know. I'm, my <laughs> mind is really <laughs> fucked Apparently up he's tonight. still hungry. Those uh, pickles were quite oh, upsetting. Oh, yeah, those pickles were upsetting him. That's why you're talking about food poisoning. No. Oh, well, maybe. Yeah. 
They weren't that bad. They were just not great. <laughs> they were quite salty, but not as refreshing as I'd hope. Oh, he's going Joe Cocker. <laughs> Full Cocker. <laughs> What's that whiskey called again? Devil's something. Devil's River, I think. Oh, yeah. it's in the fridge. Who's Thirteen dollars, not bad for that big. <laughs> That's why you made that face. <laughs> it was either that, or I was going to get this other bottle. I've been, I've been wanting to try out different bottles instead of getting Jim Beam all the time. So I got that bottle, and um, it's it's good. Yeah, it looked good. Yeah, it looked refreshing. Luckily, it was worth thirteen dollars. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, well, you know. Uh, let's get into our band here now. Should we say what we're doing or not? Is that unprofessional? I don't know. Oh, we're playing a band. Chris's pick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is my pick for tonight. And I hope you guys enjoy this. And I hope we do too. Uh, <laughs> the band is called Bleach Lab. And the song is called All Night. So-
like our podcast through your speakers? Yes. Do you like our voices? Yes, yes. Well, now we are on YouTube where you can hear our voices. And that's it. No video. But now you can just hit up your YouTube app on your motherfucking phone and listen to us on the way home. Search us on YouTube and listen to the audio. And just look at our logo. All right, Bleach Lab. With All Might, and I'm going to be honest with you guys. <laughs> what we did was we did a, what do you call it? Roulette? Uh, I, I said artist roulette. Artist roulette. So what we did is we made sure they weren't popular, but we, we checked out this app. And then we just picked it out without listening to it. Um, and we just played it. That was our first time listening it. Uh, the first time that you guys were listening to it. That yep. was our first time listening to it. And I thought it was pretty damn good. Mike is licking the cord. I don't know what Mike's doing. Uh, obviously over. made him horny. He's trying to. Now he's fingering the he's cord. He's fingering the cord. Is this your uh, way of. He's licking it again. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Get in there. <laughs> I don't think that's physically possible. <laughs> what, in that big asshole? Uh, twisting it together like that? Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, Bleach Lab, man. Bleachlab.com is where you can find them. They are from London, UK. That's from London. London, UK. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, UK. Um, okay. UK? I okay. Oklahoma? Okay. <laughs> But uh, I thought they were a lot like, and I was actually listening to this in my head, and I'm like, they're a lot like uh, Maisie Star. And then I was looking at, you know, I was doing some research while I was listening to them, and little did I know, taking inspiration from the likes of Maisie Star and the Smiths. That sounds perfect. Okay. They were really good. Really good. Really laid back. Uh, Definitely fits the trend for today. I've noticed a lot of artists going a little bit more astral, a little bit more Maisie Star, yeah, and a little bit more drawn out, kind of emotional, I guess. It's sort of like a soft emo. I think it's kind of how I classify it. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, like a a pussycat emo. That's probably a very good way of describing it. Yeah. I liked it a lot, though. I really did. What did you think, man? I thought it was really good. I enjoyed it, yeah. I mean, yeah. the chorus structures, everything. The one thing I kept thinking in my head for some reason, though, is I wonder how this would sound like if it was metal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> like, just the way it was put together, like, it sounded like it could have been a metal song. If you actually, like, think about the chords and the lyrics, like, obviously, they'd be screaming it instead. But yeah. <laughs> I could but no, actually, I actually enjoyed the song. It was very you good. You mean metal as a, maybe they don't change the instrumentation? But they keep the well. Or the, they the instrumentation the would change a little bit. I mean, obviously, you'd have like guitars with distortion and shit happening instead. Yeah. But yeah, it'd be very similar. Yeah. Would you speed it up or would you keep that? No, the same speed? pace. Okay. That, that's why it kept popping in my head. Like this would probably sound good as metal too. <laughs> it's it's amazing how uh, things sort of uh, transverse different sides of the spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I enjoyed the song. It was very good. Good job, Chris. Oh, that wasn't me. That was uh, Maisie Star. That was Bleach Lab. Mm. That, was, <laughs> that wasn't Maisie Star. Um, so yeah, so that's what we have for you. They are on every popular uh, streaming service. So if you want to listen to more of them, they all also on Bandcamp. It looks like they have eight albums already out, 
so they've been around a, a while, and they're also on tour. Uh, they have an autumn tour. Now, I'm kind of curious as to where they got their name from. Probably from a bleach lab. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. Well, I, I, you know what, Bleach Lab, why don't you go ahead and just leave us a little comment in the diddly-doo and let us know where your name is from. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we could, you know, I'll chime in and talk about it. That'd be fun. Will we, though? I don't know. We will. We should. Yeah, we should. Why shouldn't we? On, yeah. the, on the next podcast. This is social oh, media. Yeah, we can. Which we probably can. be in like two or three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> What's yeah. Go- oh, no, we got, hey, we got Metal Fest next weekend. Oh, oh yeah, that's yeah. right. So it would be three in a row, wouldn't it? It well, would be three no. in a row. Well, <laughs> no, yeah, we wouldn't that, do it that night. So what we're doing is there's a... Uh, we'd uh, record it that night, but we'd probably edit it and put it together these bugs doing later. Up in my face! There you go. Sorry, there's bugs flying in my face, and I... Really gets upset about those pickles. Yeah, those pickles really pissed me um, off. So there is a, One Allegiance, a, a brewery around here, has a metal fest, it's called. And what we're going to do is I'm going to bring my uh, Zoom. It's a you know a little recorder. And uh, we're going to record audio. So probably we won't have a podcast that Friday night, but I, I, I'll try to get it out uh, next week and see what, well, it depends on what audio we get. I think we'll probably use the audio on the next podcast, which might be in two weeks. We could do that. Yeah. Yeah. We could do that. Of course, in two weeks is your party. Bar mitzvah. Is it? Yeah. Let's see. One, two. Oh, yeah. I don't know what I'm... I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. But we will get you some information and some audio. We will. And it'll be a good time. We'll be uh, interviewing uh, metal bands. Hopefully, they'll have face paint and all this. and uh, Maybe they'll have a track that we can play. Yeah, hopefully they have demos. Do yeah. bands even do that anymore? Do they I, have demos? You know what? I wonder if they just give out QR or they codes. They just give yeah, and QR then you just gotta scan out the QR code and you go to their website. Or they just say, uh, "Yeah, we're on Apple Music." Yeah, they probably, probably. Just do that too. Yeah, yeah, because they don't give out CDs like when when we were in a band or in the early days of two thousand. We ripped we a bunch of CDs, CDs and printed them and. Packaged them and everything. It was cool because then it was stuck in your car. You got a CD from somebody. It was stuck in your car for the next couple days. Because the old cars wouldn't get eject the CDs properly. <laughs> right. And but, but then you're like, well, I'm stuck in traffic. Well, see, I already we, listened we to Weezer. Sure those, I might as well put this right, in and see right. what we it was like. We made sure that the label on top was nice and loose, so when it went into your CD drive, it stayed in there <laughs> It forever. had little bubbles on the, on the sticker. <laughs> and they just saw a little rabbit's foot sticking out. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so go and listen to them. I don't know what I just said. I don't know. I don't know. But that's where we're going to be next weekend. Mike, Chris, let's get into your topic here. Well, I mean, it's not really a topic. I well, just not a topic, but I'm kind of excited about this one because I want to get some whiskey and I want you to talk. So that's why I'm excited. That's perfect. So my whole idea is that, you know, let's all we, we always showcase bands that, you know, maybe we don't listen to on a regular basis and maybe people don't listen to on a regular basis. But what about the people of the show? What do we listen to and kind of what do we like? You may get an idea about it, but, you know, let's kind of all take a uh, album that we've been listening to that's been kind of stuck in our head lately. And let's talk about it and see what we like. And the album that I had in mind, I'll start off. I'll go first. Um Lately, I've been listening to Megadeth, and it's been their most recent album, The Sick, The Dying, and The Dead. I still got to listen to that. It is amazing. Uh, I can tell you that. It's absolutely amazing. They brought it out in September of last year, so it's September 22, and 
as a whole, I think it's a good introspective into what Dave Mustaine was going through kind of during COVID. He also went through, he had throat cancer. So he had to go through, uh, you know, uh, therapy and treatment for throat cancer. And I think there's a lot of that that kind of plays into it as well. He talks a lot about, obviously, death and dying. And he talks about how things kind of take control and some of your own addictions and having to fight them. Uh, stereotypical megadeth in that kind of sense. But I, I think it's very, very good. Um, he's only 61. It almost seems like wow. he should be older. Yeah, I thought he would have been in his 70s. Right. Yeah, I would I would have been thinking like 70s as well. Yeah, yeah so it, it makes me think, wait, how old is James Hetfield? Because mm. they were in the band together. And it seems like Metallica would be closer to 70 at this point. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they're only in their 60s. He's uh, 59. The fuck? <laughs> so I guess we're not that old. He looks like, not only does he look like the cowardly lion, but he's, always, he's gray now. He's heavily gray. He looks worn out as fuck. Well, I did a lot of Kirk shit. Kirk Hammett, though. Kirk Hammett still looks really good. Yeah, he does. Uh, but uh, as far as like the, the first couple songs in the album, it's, it's stereotypical Megadeth. You listen to it, and it's like, okay, this is Megadeth. And I think as a whole, this album is sort of like a greatest hits from Megadeth that you never heard before. So it's a, it's a lot of the riffs that you're familiar with, but kind of packaged in a different way. But in newer, new songs. Yeah, in yeah. new songs. So I, I think anybody who's a fan of Megadeth, I think you're really going to hear a lot of things that you like. And anybody who's not a fan, I think you're really going to get the essence of what Megadeth is by listening to this song or this album. Now, uh, he did have throat cancer. So have you been listening to the album or just one song? No, the whole album. <laughs> <laughs> just... So what's your, like, so he did have throat cancer, you said? Yeah, he did have throat cancer, and you could tell that it really affected him on so this album. So can you tell, because I remember we were talking a little about this, and you said there's one spot in this album where it is Dave Mustaine. Yeah, there, well, there's one spot in this album where he does something. You could tell where, it, one of the things I think that he did incredible that he always does incredibly well is whenever he gets a curveball, He's very good with pivoting, and I think he used the failure of his voice as a positive on this album. And I think he did that very, very well. If you listen to the second song, you'll see where it comes in. And I, I don't want to give too much more away, but just listen so to the, the first two song songs. Yeah, is this, where this spot is. It's it's a really cool spot. Okay. Really, I I just I love his voice here. I don't want to give too much away because then it's like, well, you kind of give away the ending of the story, and nobody wants to see it. Right. But it just listen to the first two songs, and then if you don't like, if you don't like it, just don't listen to the rest of the fucking album. But it's ten minutes, well worth it. Okay. How long is the uh, album about? I think the album is about an hour. Okay. He definitely fills it out, and it's it's good. It's strong all the way throughout. What's your favorite track off of it? Second song, or is it? You know what? I didn't even get down the track listings. Oh. Um, well, I thought that's what we were doing. Uh, I should have. <laughs> apparently, get him, Chris. Not prepared. Get him. Yeah. No. Um, get him. Sorry, Tim. Uh, the first song is very catchy. Uh, the second song, either the first two songs. I would say are in my okay. yeah are in my top echelon for the album. Yeah. All right. 
Yeah. It just kind of makes you shake your booty a little bit, and then it kind of makes you want to punch somebody. And it's Perfect. nice because, you know, um, I've never been a fan of Megadeth. Right. Ever. And right. I, every time I heard Megadeth, I be. said, oh, I am now. But uh, every time I heard Megadeth, I'm like, oh, fuck. And then Mike would actually turn me on to Megadeth. And I, it was, I just kept beating it on you. I'm like, you, you did, know, you, you need did. to listen. I'd be drunk. Well, just, <laughs> just like I did with you on uh, George Harrison's All Things Must Pass. That, that was a 10-year... Hey, that was a long you. process. I even, I think I even, you burned, burned me the CD, burned a copy, yeah. and, and I just had it sitting in, I in said, my you CD better case. Listen to this, motherfucker. This is good. And it was it literally, it was probably ten years later that I put it on, and then I sent you a text while I was doing dishes and listening to it. I was like, I get it now. <laughs> this is a really good album, and you're yeah. like, motherfucker. <laughs> right. It's been ten years. I burnt you a CD. Who does that anymore? <laughs> That's how long it's been. But you know, well, you, ten years ago, burning CDs was still kind of a thing. Well, that was ten years from when he listened to it. <laughs> Actually, it was probably yeah. You probably gave that to me probably fifteen years ago. Yeah, probably roughly. Probably. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I wasn't a big fan of Megadeth, and then you turned me on to it, and I forgot what song I really, really or album I really, really liked. I don't know what it was, but then you know, I've I've come to respect Megadeth. Definitely. So I might actually. Ex- Excited from what you're saying about this album to listen to it. There, there is one curveball at the end Uh-oh. that I I think it it just doesn't fit. But once again, in like true Dave Mustaine fashion, he has this thing where I I could just picture any producer that works with him would be like Dave, throw it out, throw it out. And he's just like, "Fuck you, I'm Megadeth, I'm keeping it in." And it's just kind of what makes Megadeth Megadeth. There's like these obtuse things that just pop in out of nowhere or seem very dated. But yeah. somehow it fits with the echelon of the album. Yeah. So you give it an A plus now. I give this. I give this a solid. I wouldn't say A plus. Where does this rank in Megadeth albums? In Megadeth albums. Oh, for me, I would say this is probably a B plus. Yeah. So you would put this in like their okay albums. Better than okay. Not the greatest, but better than okay. Okay. Right. I, I think this is a really good, really solid album. And that's album. the new Megadeth album that we announced on uh, new releases, too. Yes. So it just came out. So. Just came out. Well, it came out about six months, well, seven months ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to listen to it, and uh, and I'll let you know what I think of it. We'll see. <sighs> Matt, what album do you got? The fuck? <laughs> I've been listening a lot to the new Avenged Sevenfold album. Just oh, came really? Out last week. I yep. didn't even realize one came out. came out last week. We had yeah, we had it on the <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I got to listen to our show. Yeah, the album's called Life is But a Dream. Or just listen to yourself. Yeah, it's, I did. It's also their first album in seven years. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I was kind of excited for it. Um, been listening to it. Oh. Ah. Hey, guys. What new albums are coming out these days? It's new releases time! New releases! New albums. New albums. New albums. New albums. New releases, June 9th. These albums are already out, so go and pick them out if you like them or if you want to listen to them. M. Mary. Fountain, baby. 
Christine and the Queens. Paranoia, Angels, True Love. Decisive Pink, Ticket to Fame. Dream Wife, Social Lubrication. Extreme Six. Is that the extreme that says more I than words? I think that's the extreme. Wow. Feeble Little Horse, Girl with Fish. Gengar, Red Sun Titans. Godflesh, Purge. Janelle Monet, The Age of Pleasure. Jason Isbell in the 400 unit Weather Veins. That should be good. Jada G, Guy. Uh, Jenny Lewis, Joyal. Jess Williamson, Time Ain't Accidental. Johnny Greenwood and Dudu Tassa. <laughs> Jarek Quarabak. What the fuck? How come I always get these? Keaton Henson, House Party. <laughs> King Cruel, Space Heavy. Lightning Dust, Nostalgia Killer. Neil Horan, The Show. Nicholas Albrook. Manganese. Son of a bitch. Olaf Dreyer and Mount Sibs. Souvenir. Rob Grant, Lost at Sea. That's Lana Del Rey's father. What? <laughs> yeah, that's what it says. There. Oh. Squid, O'Monolith. Techie Techie. Hagata. <laughs> the Boo Radleys, eight. This is the kit. Careful of your keepers. Youth Lagoon, Heaven is a Junkyard. And that is it. That's all the albums. Man, we need to get that music going a little bit longer because uh, we don't end that. Well, that was a long list. Yeah, we need to make a a summer music cut and then a winter music cut because it seems like more comes out in the summer. I noticed that, yeah. So June 9th, these albums are already out. If you want to listen to uh, Lana Del Rey's father, you know, his his album's out, or Jason Isbell. Or Taku Taku. He's always good. Or Taki Taku. But uh, all right. So, so yeah, I've been listening to Avenged Sevenfold's new album, and yeah. I was really kind of excited for it because I've liked Avenged Sevenfold. They're a little quirky, a little weird sometimes, but it's it's good metal. It's fun to listen to. This album's all over the place. Oh no shit! Yeah, as like, in not good or like I'm heavy. So I'm not sure. I, I keep listening to it, hoping I'm gonna like it. Like it's, really? it's that kind of a thing. Like I kind of wanted to I listen. I didn't to this fall too, in love so. with it right away. That's the thing, and it's like. The first day I listened to it, I'm like, what was that? But I've been listening to it more and more, and some of it's good, but it's it's definitely different. Wow. Yeah. They, different they, as in, like, they're not as heavy or they're not as... There's a lot more of, like, a Broadway musical sound to it. What the fuck? What? Mm-hmm. Oh, so almost like Dream Theater, huh? Yeah, almost like Dream Theater or, like, a Phantom of the Opera type deal. But there's also like, <laughs> there's also like a song on there that sounds like it was done by the weekend, but it was them. It's kind of a little all over the place. It's a little weird to listen to. Wow, I'm gonna have to listen to that. Yeah, but I've been listening to it more and more, and there's definitely Avenged Sevenfold elements in it. There's just a lot of, lots of weird progressive stuff happening in it. Yeah, yeah. Did now they did, <laughs> so they just came out with that album. I haven't heard anything about it. Um, you might, oh, uh, you don't really listen to much like radio stuff, do you? No, like I listen to podcasts more so. Okay, there's a single that's been out for a little while already that is on this album. Oh yeah, I definitely wouldn't have heard that. It, it probably came out like three or four months ago. It's been, I've been hearing it on Pandora and stuff like that. Yeah, but the single sounds like them. Like it just sounds like a new song from them. That's their radio hit. Yeah. Yeah. And there's maybe one and a half more songs on the album that sound like them. <laughs> really? 
Yeah. So is everything's it, just different. So it's more musical, like Mike was saying, with um, uh, Dream Theater, or is it more like a? Uh, I don't know what, why this band came to me, but um, uh, what the fuck, the emo band. I think I know who you're talking about. Um, um, Fallout Boy. No, Sorry. not Fallout Boy. I'm trying to think. Mike, that's not the right band. What is the band? Of what? I'm not okay. My Chemical oh, Romance. Yes. My Chemical Romance. Okay. Because mm. they had like a classical musical type deal going on. It's not. Or really is it more like a dream theater type thing? More like a dream theater type thing. Okay. Yeah. It's just like I said. It's just weird. I keep listening to it because I'm trying to get into it and appreciate it. And there's some good stuff in it. There is. It's just yeah. that it's it's very progressive. So like the songs will change from what sounds like a Venge Sevenfold to what sounds like a musical. <laughs> See what I'm trying to th- uh, I I like the idea that these bands that we're so used to hearing and so used to their music are doing s- new stuff. Yeah, and that's the thing. That's why I keep listening to it because I'm like, they're obviously doing this because this is what they wanted to do. Because it's not the typical like, you know, the the record company's like, no, make it sound the same. Right. It's not the typical thing. And that they, they don't did. need to do it anymore. And I know that like Avenged Sevenfold, like from their original album onto like. Their more recent ones, not the newest one, but the more recent ones, there was differences in the way that they like presented their music and stuff. It did change, but it wasn't an extreme change. Yeah. This seven-year gap, it's totally different. It's weird. So it's that seven years have done a lot to them. Apparently, maybe. Uh, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's not good. I just I'm still trying to learn to appreciate it. <laughs> I think a lot of and it it's probably been recorded a lot during COVID. I'd and, imagine, yeah. and that's what they probably went creative, because huh. a lot of bands did that. A lot of artists did that. Yeah, so maybe that's what it is. No, there's some. Like I said, there's some good elements in it. It's worth giving a listen. What's but one of your favorite mind, tracks on it? One of my favorite tracks is actually the one that would be like the radio hit. The other one would be the um, opening track. It's called "Game Over." Okay. And that opening track sounds a little bit more like "System of a Down." No shit. Oh yeah. wow. A little bit. Oh, okay. So do you think this is more of like their kind of like reload era? Maybe. Or, maybe. <laughs> I, don't, I can't. I mean, because they've been around for a long time now. I keep trying to listen to it to try to appreciate it. Like, I don't hate it. I'm not saying I hate it. Like, there's good stuff in there. It's just weird. <laughs> it, Actually. It's, it's not what I expected. Yeah. When, when did Avenge come out? Did, was that early? Oh, shit. That was probably well, late when 90s. When did they hit popularity? Yeah, late 90s. Uh, popularity, maybe early 2000s. Early 2000s. So they've been popular for over 20 years. Metallica yeah. has been were, were popular for over 20 years by the time Load came out. Right. Yeah. So, so do you add, which is kind of sad because I don't think Avenged has the same sort of notoriety as Metallica oh, ever absolutely got. Absolutely not, no. But do you, I, I wonder if this is sort of... You know how like women get the seven year itch. You get married and you don't not just they women fuck every other guy. Yeah, they you know you want to go out and play. And m- women and men they get the seven year itch. Yeah. Uh, maybe for musicians you get into it for twenty years. Bob Dylan, he was another guy. He he had the seven year itch. He wanted to fuck every guy. No, no, he he had the twenty year itch. Oh, to to where he was around and then what he, he went was electric. The, yeah, he went electric. What in the eighties? Oh uh, yeah, and that was, was it? yeah, wasn't it? It was in the seventies. I thought it was the eighties. Maybe it could have been. Well, we've got a computer in front of us. So they, they were established in 1999. Yeah. So early 2000s yeah. is when they kind of grew that popularity. Yeah, but um, let, let me see. When did he 
And if nobody knows this, Bob Dylan was known for his acoustic acts and then went electric and then got a lot of shit for it. But I'm trying to figure out when this happened. But anyway, go ahead and I'll just I'll look for this. Go ahead with what? I was pretty much done. I don't know. 1965. <laughs> was the electric stuff? Yeah. That he got flack for? Yeah. In 65? Yeah. That seems soon. That seems way too soon. He made soon. a spontaneous uh, spontaneous decision on Saturday um, in 1965 that he would challenge the festival by forming a fully amplified band the following evening. No, no, no. But there was like an electronic album that he did. Electronic that he got album. Electronic album. Um, what was Dylan's first played electric? Because I did 1965. I, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. He like, penned his first electric number, Subterranean Homesick Blues. And that was in 65. That was in 65. Mm. Yeah, mm. 1965, 1965, 1965. Mm. How wrong do you want me to make you? Mm. Make him wrong. Dylan goes electric. On the evening of July 25th, 1965. I mean, the internet doesn't lie. Yeah, the um, internet doesn't especially lie. Especially when it tells you 500,000 times. Yeah, you looked that up. But no, I thought I, it wasn't just that he went electric, like electric guitar, but like mm -hmm. he totally changed his style. Like even further than electric. It, it was almost uh, computerized, using like computerized beats and... I thought there was something more into there in the 80s. Well, I thought it was when he just first used an electric guitar because he always went from, because he was always playing acoustic. Bob Dylan's going electric was a watershed moment in the 1960s. Sounds like it's in the 60s, Mike. Uh. <laughs> Music legend Bob Dylan became a symbol of change when he moved from acoustic to electric guitar. In 1965. I mean, for all, oh, maybe this is what I'm thinking of. For all I know, this could be lies because I'm not reading the screen Chris is. That's true. So Chris could be lying to me right now. That's well, true. In the and late, I would. In the late 70s, he became a born-again Christian, released a series of albums <laughs> of contemporary gospel music. That's before, what you were thinking of. Before returning to his more familiar rock Okay, so that was still in the, in the 80s. 70s. In the 80s, he returned to So I think, well, I have a habit of confusing things. Right, when he went Christian <laughs> from electric. <laughs> he went from acoustic to electric to Christian, back to electric. <laughs> All right, well, maybe that's what you were thinking of. Maybe. Yeah. I get confused. Yeah. I don't know. Thank God we have the internet. Hey, see? Dylan <laughs> thought that Dylan, too. Yeah. So, Chris, what have you been listening so, to? So, yeah, um, Foo Fighters. Yeah. Foo Fighters, the new album. And I will tell you this, because I, I, if I'm a little long-winded on this. Do I need stop. to grab a beer? Yeah. <laughs> the album, but here we are. It's a new album out by the Foo Fighters. And uh, phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. I listened to this thing from front to back. Side to side, left and right, north and south, and it is phenomenal. A lot of um, lot of death in the music. Obviously, his uh, you know Taylor Hawkins passed away, and then shortly after, his mother passed away. And there's some songs on there that uh, you know, I cried on this album. It made me cry. Cried listening to it. I did. Mike's just kicking the table at me now. Almost smacked you know, me in the face of the microphone. How dare you cry? You almost broke your tooth. I almost broke my fucking tooth on this microphone. 
he would have been chipless Matt. Um, but yeah, yeah, you know, and uh, it's a super good album, man. Um, I would probably put this album. Uh, Wasted Light was a very good album, um, but I would put it on top, on top of one of their my one of my favorite albums by the Foo Fighters is, uh, um, ah, shit, uh, fuck. I always tell you this. Color. No, uh, that's a good album. I mean, all their albums are good, but um, it had the generator on it. Um, the generator. The one with the tattoo on the There's back of his neck. There's nothing left to lose. Yeah, yeah. That's one of my favorite albums by Foo Fighters. Um, so I'm gonna, I, I'm going to put this album right next to that. Oh, not above, but next to it. Not, not, not. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I really, really like that album. He'd probably have to listen to it a little longer. Yeah, no, probably. Sure probably. If it's above or not. But yeah. there's a song that sticks out, and this is why I was asking you, like, what songs did you guys like? Because the, all the songs are just fucking phenomenal. The, there's not one time where I was like, oh, well, I'll skip this song. It's just, it's crazy how much, and made me think, like, how much this guy is in pain and how much you write so good when you're in pain. Like, that's what it does. It, it makes you just write fucking phenomenal music. <laughs> And there is an album that, or a song that sticks out to me, and I love this. And I have a show coming in June on June twenty fifth, and I'm gonna try to play this song. Uh oh. Um, <laughs> in, in that show. I think I need to hear this song now. <laughs> it is such such a good song. This is the song that made me cry, and it's called Rust. It's like the second to last uh, song on the album. But damn, so powerful. Um, the drums are all played by uh, Dave Grohl. It wasn't the new guy that's touring with them. Dave Grohl played the uh, uh, drums. For the recorded album, yeah. For the recorded album. And, uh, you know, the song, you know, the album just came out, and uh, it's it's just really fucking good. Really good. Now, the the song... Is it the song But Here We Are that he wrote for Taylor and then his mom? Is that the song? There were two songs that came out initially. So mm. it was Rescued and then the second song that came out. Um, I hearing, know I've heard Rescued. Uh, uh, hearing Voices, maybe, because that it? was like a slower melancholy music where was his daughter sings with him on that. No, no, that no. wasn't it. Um, then it was probably, but here. Oh, we are. show me how. Maybe show it was me show how. me how. Yeah, yeah. I think it was show me how. You know what? That song. That song didn't do it much for me. No. Because I, I could have swore I heard somewhere that show me how was written for. Was that I don't, written I mean, in regards to Taylor, but it seemed very vague. It sounds like all of these songs were written for, and I, and I read the Dave Grohl book, so there's he he's had a lot of deaths. Right. Um, Kurt Cobain, obviously. There was another friend that he talked about, and I don't, his mind slips my, or his name slips in my mind, but it was really, like, really best friend of his that he just did everything with, and then he passed away, and he talks about him probably more than he did uh, Kurt in the yeah. book, and then, you know, uh, Taylor Hawkins, and then um, his mom passed, and that's all he talked about in his, in his book was about his mom. And how he would be nowhere if it was her, you know. He, she was the one that let him do 
do the things he wanted to do and started his music career? Well, I heard uh, probably six songs off this album. And How could you do that, sir? Well, I heard. I heard. How the, could you listen to only six songs? I heard the first. You're four. You're the one who told me to listen to this I've, as I've a heard, story. I've heard one song off this album. Well, it's a single. Yeah. I heard the first four songs before the album. Now it's four. Before the album came out, before you. Yeah, but you're the one because I remember. I think it was on the last podcast where you said you got to listen to the whole album because it's gonna. I have a feeling it's gonna be like a story. Right, and then and I, you only listen to six fucking songs. Right, and then I listened to the first six. He couldn't make it through the story. I couldn't. Make you it couldn't make the it through the story. It was an okay story. No, it was a good story. <laughs> Been there, done that. You know. Yeah. Chris is gonna stab you. No, I. I everyone has their opinions. Yours is just wrong. I got to take a listen to that album. It's a very, oh my God. It is a good album. Every time I it's think It's a very about good it. album. Well, at least six songs are. Right. <laughs> now, for me, <laughs> it seems like. like the rest are. <laughs> okay. So, one, one thing I did bring up to you before was the lack of the keyboardist. Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. It, did that carry through the entire album um, for you, you know, or did you, you. You hear it in hearing voices. Okay. Um, so, he gets one song. <laughs> uh, and I really didn't pay attention to that much. Yeah, I I don't know, but whether there's a, a a keyboard in it or not didn't ruin it or make it for me. Because to me, this album really is is sort of like Dave Grohl taking back Foo Fighters, like Foo Fighters. For sure. He was giving it up to everybody towards the end, and I think it was more like Taylor and Dave's band at that point. Well, I know he said he had a lot of input. He even he even like gave a nod to the keyboardist. He's like, even that guy wrote a song. He's like, hey, yeah. <laughs> but I I think that's what it was. Was Taylor? It was becoming Taylor and Dave's band, and uh, Taylor's obviously gone. And now Dave's like, fuck it, we're gonna go back to what we did before that. Uh, the old school days of Foo Fighters. Yeah. Talk about hurt and talk about pain, and that's exactly that's what, what makes they good did. Music. And dude, this I can't express how much this album was I mean, just so good. Pain and emotions and hurt and wet ass pussy all make good music. Wet ass pussy, yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> now that's a good now that's a good song. But that's my pick. Foo Fighters. But here we are. I think that's a good pick. These are all good picks. Yeah. I'm I am actually going to listen to uh uh, you know some of these. Yeah, I'm very excited to listen to that new Avenged. I'm very curious. I, to I actually see. downloaded it Saturday, <laughs> the day after the podcast. Oh, last you did. Week. Yeah, and once Mike sent that text message out, I was like, "Well, I just bought this album. Let's keep listening to it." Because I also didn't fully enjoy it the first time I listened to it. So I'm like, "Let's, let's keep giving it a chance. Let's go." You, you know? know what? I'm going to take a second to applaud you for that too, because you said a word there that was very important. Bought. Oh yeah, I, no, I, I purchased the album. I thought Mike. I, well, I purchased it on iTunes, but I did pay for it. It's purchased. Yeah, right. I don't. I don't rip off music anymore. But you don't. You could stream it. Totally, totally to. used to. But I, I don't rip off music anymore. Well, a lot of a lot of people out there have subscriptions to a service. Well, see, I don't have a streaming subscription. I, right. I do like the free streaming services, which means that they're going to play a random assortment of whatever. Right. I wanted to listen to the entire album, right. so I bought the album. That was very cool. I think that's very commendable. Not a lot of people do that anymore. And I, I think don't that's buy perfect. too many albums anymore either. Typically, when I buy them, they wouldn't be bigger name bands. It'd be like bands we'd feature on here yeah. if, if i really loved it i'd buy their album right support the small artists right big name bands i usually only do it if it's something i'm really excited about and i was pretty excited about this 
Yeah. So. And they let you down. I didn't say they let me down. Mm. <laughs> it was like a freak circus with midgets. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was like, it was good, but you, you didn't know if you should look away or not. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. That's good. I'm going to actually give that a listen. I'll put that in my uh, my list here. I like this idea, Mike. Oh, thank you. Thank we you. should we should do this once a while. Wrap a while. I'd say once a month, yeah. but that might be like once a podcast then. So yeah, <laughs> that's all we would be talking about. <laughs> Maybe once a season. Yeah. yeah, once a season. That sounds good. Oh, there you go. Yeah, we gotta wait for the new new albums to come out. So this is our this is our summertime or spring one. This is our well. Did summer start? Well, I was, I was thinking podcast season. So once once that number changes. Oh, okay. So you're talking about once a year then. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah sure. The seasons are yearly now. Whenever it fits. Oh yeah, we're in season twenty three right now. So yeah. you're talking about our next time is season twenty four. Well, that's only four podcasts away. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Wait, to stay tuned to to season twenty four. <laughs> we'll be in a jiffy. Coming up quick, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love the dead air. I love the structure we have here. There, there's no, there's no smooth going into anything. D- yeah, that's so. What she well, said. we also we also get interrupted by the new releases, lady. Yeah, yeah. Fucking cunt. yeah. How does it feel? For once, it wasn't yeah. me. It, it, yeah, that was a. It, it felt a little rough. <laughs> <laughs> the worst part is I was talking about the fact that this was odd new releases, and she's like, "Boop, hey guys." <laughs> it's like I called her. It's like I summoned her out. <laughs> Uh, there right. we go. I don't know if the mechs picked that up, but. <laughs> when in doubt, try again. <laughs> Damn. It's getting lower, though. Yeah, I know. Well, it's, I only got so much. the turd's starting to come out. <laughs> All right. I had pander before I got here. Pander? Pander. <laughs> Making me hug The old pander express. It was the, the Kung Pao chicken. Can I you think get down with the news? It. No. <laughs> Mike is giving you the news. He had Panda Express, and now he's letting you taste his farts. <laughs> I asked for the news, not the weather. There you go. Uh, That's, uh, uh, oh. oh, what'd you do? It's a bit windy in here. Oh, I could always... Yeah, I like it like that. No, I know you do. Big All right. Boy. Go ahead with your news. No, you go ahead and take your time there. I know you're adjusting. Yeah. So David Byrne. Does everybody know who David Byrne is? Flaming Lips? No. Anybody else? Take a guess. Let's take a guess. No, I'm not sure. David Byrne from the fucking Talking Heads. Talking Heads. Okay, so That's David Byrne from the Talking Heads and then Fatboy Slim. Where's Fatboy Slim from? Fatboy Slim. Fucking right he is. <laughs> so <laughs> they got together about 15 years ago and wrote a musical called Here Lies Love. Mm-hmm. And what's really cool is that this musical is actually coming out on Broadway now. And they're changing the way things happen on Broadway. Usually you go to a musical and you sit down in some chairs and you watch people do shit on stage and they sing songs and frolic and dance and everybody has a good time. But what David Byrne and Fatboy Slim want to do is take all the chairs out of the audience. Everybody's got to stand and they're going to make it a completely... People are going to mosh to this. They're going to make it an immersive experience, which is really cool. Now, immersive or are they going to make it more like a, a concert, like a mosh, like... Like when you say immersive, are they gonna come down into the audience and? They said immersive, and what it sounds like, it does sound like the actors will come down into the audience, That's and cool. that the audience does play an integral part to the play itself. See, now that's kind of cool. Right. So everybody's Although, kind of involved. COVID. Bro. <laughs> COVID don't exist. It's making a comeback. 
Oh, yeah. actually, the smoke is making a comeback from uh, Canada. People in New York are wearing uh, N95 masks. Oh, you're talking about for the... Uh, the wildfires. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah, there's the wildfires of, in Canada. Where have you been? The smoke is drifting down into the U.S. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't even know Canada had wildfires. Oh, I yeah. thought it was too wet up there. That's what she said. But no, New York. Usually it's California that's on fire. New York. Well, that's already burned. No, yeah, so. that's burned down to the ground. Burned somewhere else. New York, uh, they're telling people not to leave their house, and if they do, they have to wear N95 masks. Oh, and wow. it, they said that it's going to come into Illinois. We're already kind of feeling the effects. But hospitals have released that a lot of people are going to hospitals now because of respiratory issues. Do you think it's just a way to get rid of quality alert for a while now too? Yeah. Do you think it's just a way to get rid of all the backlogged N95 masks that everybody has? I I was thinking that actually. I I swear (laughs) I was thinking the same exact thing. Like they just got like smoke machines and tire fires burning up there. It's not really a wildfire. They're just like sending fucking smoke down here on purpose well, i mean they don't need to burn tires just they could just put it on the news it's like hey everybody the the air is bad wear a mask okay let's do I it mean, that's true they yeah. get smoke of the bear to run down the street saying this shit's getting crazy gotta go <laughs> hey hey i actually did get uh two air purifiers oh because of it not because of it i actually wanted them but this may gave me the little push to to get them. So I got a big one, bigger one in my uh, front room, and now I got one in the kitchen. I just tell my daughter to, to run a washcloth under the faucet and then put her over her face. Oh, that probably is going to. That, that almost work. sounds like waterboarding. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing at home? Are you uh, reading things from the 1800s? Because. <laughs> well, I mean, it works, right? Yeah. Uh, it yeah. filters. Right. Yeah. Or we could just get like a, I could, oh, I should have thought of this, buy a K&N filter, and then she can just put the K&N filter over her face anytime she wants to go outside. That would probably be better than an N95. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's got the oil in there. It'll trap oh, all you're, the you're particles. the wet filter, too. Well, that's what K&N is. <laughs> they have dry filters. Really? Yes. When Fight. did they start that? Fight. 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 <laughs> They've had dry Fight. filters. For, you use dry filters for certain environments and wet filters for others. Man, have we I gotten off way one. off topic? Yes, yeah. we have. What were we talking about? Yeah, we were oh, talking musical. about a musical. Yes. Yeah, we were talking about that apparently nobody cares about. So we'll just. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just going to wreck Chris's motorcycle. Hey, if, when was Pablo Picasso? Oh, do you know Pablo Picasso? Do you know who he is? He's a painter. Okay. <laughs> He's a famous how long artist. Ago, He's a fucking house painter. How long ago do you think he passed away? 100 years ago. No, 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 no. Um, it was uh, 60, right? 60 years ago. I don't know if it was 60, was it? I don't know. You tell me. I'm asking. Because when Wait. I think of Pablo Picasso. I'm trying to think about what year it is now. <laughs> when I think of Pablo Picasso, I think. P- Picasso? Picasso. Picasso. <laughs> when I think of Pablo Picasso. I think of a good giant hot dog or one of them pizza slices. For $1.99. Pablo Picasso. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get them at the asco, jewel ascos. Um, yes. When I think of him, I think of like 1700s. That's where my oh, mind no. goes. I thought that's what I always thought. You, you know what? I, I have to think to myself because I that's what, what I a think wonderful of too. World. Exactly. Yeah. Go ahead, do it. No, 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 no. No, you know you no, want to. You were ready, to, and I think to myself. Are you serious? What a wonderful world. Used to, used to do such a better Satchmo uh, impression. Ooh. Satchmo. I'm doing Louis Armstrong. Yeah. Is his name Satchmo? That's what they call him. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. But yeah, he used to do better. He used oh, to be that, gurgling uh, in the throat. Should we play? Yeah, no, I didn't feel like doing it. No. Uh, 
He died in the 1970s, 1973. That's what I was trying to think about how long ago it was. Like, you said 60 years at yeah. first. Yeah. But I was well, like, I said 100 at first, and but, I'm but like, it, no, no. But I was, was like, born. no, it yeah. wasn't that long ago. But I'm sitting there thinking to myself, like, well, it's 2023. Right. I thought this yeah, motherfucker was born in like the 1700s. Almost 60 years ago. Yeah. It's like 50 years ago. Yeah. Bill Murray is dating singer Khalees. What? Yeah. She's he's seventy two. She's forty three. That's her. What is she popular for? Well, everybody knows my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. That's who Bill Murray. They're dating. They're dating now. That is awesome. Her milkshake brought Bill Murray to the yard. (laughs) Damn right, it's better than yours. (laughs) He said, "Make it extra thick." (laughs) Yeah, that's it. That's it. Garth Brooks says his new bar will serve Bud Light despite conservative boycott. So he will be serving Bud Light. And that's not the reason I'm bringing that up. The reason I'm bringing that up is recently he was uh, took a photo of himself. And uh, uh, let me get it up here for you guys. He had stomach cancer. So Garth Brooks supports the Bud Light thing. What are you trying to say, Mike? Matt? I don't know. I'm trying to figure out what you were trying to say by giving this story out. No, what what do you, what Bud Light Bud Light thing? The tranny on a candy thing? Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you're trying to say? Yes. <laughs> Here at the Chris Court Show, we support everyone, so you don't need to uh um, you know, rectify that. Whatever. But there is a picture of him that is going around, and he just got done with stomach cancer. Well, I don't know if he beat it or not, but he was, you know, going through all the uh, the stuff. No, he either beat it or he's still fighting it. For it, yeah. Because I haven't heard of him dying yet. But how's Chris Gaines doing? You know, he was actually talking about uh, releasing a couple of Chris Gaines albums. I can't find this fucking picture for the life of me. Chris Gaines doesn't have stomach cancer. Just Garth Brooks. That's what I'm hoping. I know they're close. Do you know that was actually for <laughs> close? Do you know Chris Gaines thing was a for a movie? It wasn't actually a real thing. No, I had no idea. It was supposed to be for a movie. I, uh, the movie didn't come out or something, and he re- just released it. It wasn't like his alter ego. It was actually just like a fucking. Uh, I can't find this picture. Uh, let's see. That's okay. You could um Yeah, just Google it. Uh you'll you'll find it or find it on Facebook. But he but he totally looks Because I'm sure everybody listening is gonna see the picture also. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. He was trying to show us. But yeah, he, uh, you know, he just uh, he looks very skinny and doesn't look like Garth Brooks. So that's what I was getting at. Slipknot announces member departures ahead of tour. So what happened to Slipknot is that all their uh all their peeps are leaving them. Or leaving Corey Taylor. Now this is just like a Corey Taylor thing. They lost two time, two long life, long time members ahead of its uh, European tour, and that's uh, the keyboardist, Craig Jones. Is there a reason they decided to leave? Um, no, they just kind of came out and said, you know, we wish him the best, and uh, he's gone, and and that's it. You know what, Corey After Taylor, twenty seven years, just came out with a new. Corey Taylor album. CMFT part two or something. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if that has anything to do with it. It's like, Corey, just pick a band. 
Yeah. And the percussionist. Uh, I mean, uh, he does do a lot of stuff. So Sean yeah. Clown Crahan is not joining their European tour. So it's really all it is. Just I wonder if they a could, cover band. I wonder if they couldn't get passports. Dressed as a clown? No. <laughs> no. He's got the passport with the cloud photo on it. They're like, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think that would be it. But you know, then Corey Taylor walks up. It's just a picture of a neck. Just right. a giant neck. Hey, guys, I'm here to rock. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's become, though. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. Did you have any more news? No, not anymore. No. no oh, okay, he, good. He, he threw his notebook at your motorcycle. Oh, that's right. Oh, the, what's that big dent? <laughs> Get him. <'em>. Tim. <laughs> Remember to check us out on all streaming platforms. Uh, next week, we are doing Metal Fest, so we will not have a show. But hopefully we'll have some audio for you guys. Thank you for listening. Good night. And if you have a band, send it to us. I love you. And, uh, um. Highness. Mm-hmm. There it is. Once again, thank you for listening to The Chris Court Show. Remember, if you have a band or business, or know someone that has a band or business, Send all the info and mp3s to chriscourtshow at gmail.com. Chicken nuggets and cranberry sauce. The Chris Court Show.